Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals. Zach here. As always, an honor, a pleasure to be able to hang out with you. Y'all, I hope you're having a freaking wonderful start to your week. Y'all, I just got back from Georgia. I had the incredible chance to spend a few days with my daughter. Um, For all of you who have been um, supportive, been praying for her, she was in the hospital um, last week. Uh, Yeah, last, I guess, well, it's been about two weeks now. Um, she had a respiratory virus and she was just not doing a good job breathing. I'm happy to say that she is doing so much better. And, um, I'm just really grateful for all of your prayers and support. I'm so grateful that she is better. Y'all, my freaking girl's cute. Um, I don't like kids. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of them. I really don't. But let me tell you, my girl is cute. She is sweet. She is smart. And y'all, I just, I don't know where she gets it from, but I love it. I love it so much. But, um, thank you, thank you, thank you, all of you guys for your prayers. Uh, for those that are brand new to this podcast, listen. If you if you like what you're listening to, if you enjoy it, you want to you want to get more connected. We have a private Facebook group. I would love to invite you to be a part of. You can find a link for it in the show notes. But this is a place. There's close to 300 people in it, and it is a it is full of people who value this idea of feeling seen, known, and loved. That's what it is. And so, if you need that, if you need people in your corner who see you, know you, love you, that's what this is about. And so. I would love to have you get connected there. Um, it, it, it's totally free. It's a cool place for me to get to know you better, for you to share things that are going on in your world, whether it's you need prayer requests, things you want to celebrate, questions you have about the podcast, how the podcast spoke to you, devotionals that you're reading, whatever in the world it may be. It's just a place for you um, to feel supported and encouraged. So please, please, please um, get connected in there. Again, you can find the link to that in the show notes. But we're going to be, today we're going to dive into our dirty devotional. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 17 at the very beginning, verse 1. And this is the transfiguration story. And so transfiguration, if you don't if you don't know it, basically the idea of transfiguration means the changing of a form. And so what happens here is Jesus takes up on the mountain Peter, James, and John. So three, three of the disciples, and while they're on the mountain, it says that Jesus transfigures before them. So Jesus changes appearance. It says his face shone like the sun. His clothes became white as light. And all of a sudden, not only does this massive form appearance change with Jesus, which in my opinion is a callback to the Old Testament when Moses goes up on top of the mountain and he asks God to show him show himself and he shows his backside. And again, it shows that he was shown like the sun. It's very, very similar language there. Um, but Moses and Elijah show up, and they're all talking with Jesus. Now, if I am Peter, James, and John, I am like, holy f! Like this is this is crazy. Like this is confirmation that Jesus is who he says he is. These freaking patriarchs of the Jewish faith are showing up, and Moses and Elijah, and they're all freaking hanging out, freaking talking, having a good old time. And here, here, Peter, James, and John are—they're just like flabbergasted. Is the only word I, I even know how to use. They're like, holy frick! This is crazy. Like we're this is like the coolest moment. And naturally, Peter asked what I think all of us would ask. You can see this at verse four. Peter said to Jesus, 
Lord, it is good for us to be here. Lord, this is awesome. This is good. I'm glad we're here. If you wish, if you would allow it, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Basically, Peter is saying, why leave? This is good. Why why go anywhere else? Let's stay up on this mountain. Let's let's hang out here for a little bit uh, because this this is what I love. And now many of us, we, we find ourselves in situations like this with, with church experience, with certain seasons of life where it's like you get away and you kind of get to step out of out of the real world of all the trauma and all the stress that's going on in your life. And all of a sudden you're like in this, like you're having like a spiritual high. Like you're just like, you feel the presence of God. You feel he's close. Like God's, you feel it's just amazing. I've had moments like this on Sundays where, you know, the right, right worship song plays the right message. And it's just like, wow, God is so present, so real. And you're like, I just don't want to leave this. I remember when I first became a Christian, I felt this at youth camp. I would go to a youth camp and I would be like, by the third or fourth day, I'm like, I'm freaking ready to take on hell with a freaking water gun. You know, like I'm ready to do this darn thing. And and I'm like, I don't want to go back home. Can I just stay here? I want to experience this always. And Peter is asking this. Peter is saying, Jesus, I want to stay in this moment because it's so, so powerful. And Jesus says, listen, Jesus is like, basically Jesus says no. Um, he goes on, there's a lot of stuff that happens. I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to dive into it, but they end up not staying on the mountain and they end up coming down. And as they were coming down, Jesus says, Hey, don't tell anyone what you've seen until the son of man has been raised from there. Jesus is like, Hey, not only have you had this incredible moment that you want to stay at, but, um, I, we need to, we need to leave it on the mountain for now. We need to leave it because we need to get back. And you may think, what in the world does this have to do? Like, yeah, is this just mean that like, I can't have these these like spiritually high moments, like what is Jesus not want me to be in these moments? And the answer is no, is, is of course Jesus wants you to have these moments. Like uh, Jesus, Jesus being so present and, and in front of you is so powerful. Jesus wants that. But what Jesus so, shows us in the next set of the next pericope, starting at verse 14, is that is this. He shows that there is work to be done and there's things that need to happen when you're not on the mountaintop, when you're not in these spiritually high moments. And we see this, that Jesus comes down off the mountain and immediately a crowd approaches him and there's a freaking demon-possessed boy that needs to be healed. And I was reading this and, and I, I love this and I think it's good for us to remember that in the moments where we are just like, God is so real when God is doing such a big work in us and we, we, we just feel his presence and we're overwhelmed with emotion of just how good God is and the power and his majesty. And we're, we're, we're reverent of that, that so many times like Peter, we want to stay in these moments. But what we don't understand is that there is work to be done in our life, that the, the power we feel in those moments, we get to experience that power played out when we choose to bring it back down the mountain into our day-to-day lives, that that it was really cool to see Jesus glorified and with the patriarchs of the faith. But when they come down, they get to witness a demon-possessed boy get healed, that they get to see a, a struggle of life get better. And I want to encourage you that so many of us look for the spiritual high moments, and we need those in seasons. There are seasons where we need that. But the real power of our faith is when we learn to bring Jesus down the mountain with us and we learn to put him into our day-to-day lives. That we can't just look to Sunday to be a day where we find God, where we constantly see in Scripture Jesus is calling us to take him off the mountain, out of church on Sunday, and put him 
in our day-to-day lives because there is power in that. And I want to encourage you that maybe today you've been you've been unknowingly kind of separating the two, that you're like, you know, I just look forward to Sunday. I look forward to Sunday. I look forward to church. And it's okay to look forward to church. It's okay to look forward for those powerful spiritual moments. But they hold nothing to what God wants to do in your life from Monday through Saturday. And so how in how are you bringing Jesus out of those moments into your day-to-day life? This is where disciplines like freaking reading the Bible, where talking to people, engaging with people, and talking to them about your faith. This is where um, prayer, these types of things can really do really wonderful, wonderful things in your life because there are negative things that we are dealing with, and God wants a chance to step into those. And we don't have to just bring them to Sunday. Instead, we can bring Jesus to our problems Monday through Saturday. And so what is the thing that you need to bring Jesus into? Where you need maybe we need to stop looking forward to these incredibly spiritual moments on Sunday and we need to learn how to bring Jesus in our day today. Let me pray for you, God. Thank you so much for this conversation, Lord. I ask that, Lord, that you would help all of us. Um, Lord, we listen, I love, I love experiencing your presence at church. I love experience those seasons of life where you're just so tangible and real to me. Um and God, because I don't want to deal with all the crap that's going on in my own life. I don't want to deal with it. But Lord, in these stories that we talk about today, Lord, you challenge us to, to bring you with us into those problems. And so Lord, I just ask that you would help me, that you would help our listeners, that you would help all of us together learn to walk with you day to day. Lord, that, that we would bring you in, not in just to, not we would just praise you on a Sunday, but Lord, that we would learn to cry out to you and work with you in the, in the really crappy things that we deal with Monday through Saturday. Lord, there's power in those moments. Lord, you want to work miracles. You want to do things in us on those days, Lord. And so I ask that you would help us be aware of your presence, that we would, we would yearn for your presence in those days. And Lord, that you would do a great work through it. Lord, we love you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.